watched a movie the other day <laughs> that I think you've talked about before. Okay. Uh, and the whole time I was kind of like, is this the one that Josh was talking about? And it's a movie called Kajillionaire. Yeah. On HBO. Yeah. Yeah. With uh, Evan, Evan Rachel Wood. Yeah. And uh, uh, Richard Jenkins. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good movie. A great ass I movie. I feel like I heard I heard like murmurs about that movie here and there, but like mm-hmm. no, never enough to like actually put it in my zeitgeist, I guess. Sure. Where I, so I was just like the whole time I was like, is this a movie that I've heard people talk about? Yeah. It's a great what, movie. Like, yeah, like what a movie. Like, Old Dolio? Oh, Dolio. And I'm like, it's absurdist kind of but mm-hmm. also like not really yeah in like a realistic kind of way yeah and like just like with the the soap coming down the wall and stuff like that i'm like all right well like that's bizarre but yeah <laughs> and like what i was a like weird really? plot point <laughs> yeah yeah i was really into it and um yeah. or the whole thing with like the big one yeah but mm-hmm. odolio uh evan rachel Wood, like so good i i read that like that was her actual voice level like she's done vocal work to like get her voice to be higher in her career no way but for this role she just like just went, went for back it. to her normal uh like tenor oh i love that i didn't even which know. is really interesting yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good such a good like character expression yeah or examination across the board like every single one of those characters was so deep and we were talking last week about Lightyear how it's like yep here's yep. a character with one trait and I'm like no like even the minute characters are like the landlord was yes uh incredibly deep yeah you know yeah so Three. that was a really fun like it was I had seen it enough I had heard of it enough to be like this is gonna be worth clicking on yeah and it's not for Which everyone is, it's a very yeah. weird, it's very bizarre, strange movie. But yeah, my, one of my favorites of 2021 by far. It was amazing, and uh, yeah, um, the the cinematography is gorgeous, mm-hmm. and uh, the sound design's amazing. And then at the mm-hmm. end, you're kind of like left with a a really weird but hopeful feeling. You know, you're like, yeah, it didn't end the way you think it's going to. It doesn't give you like a yeah, yeah. Sorry, but it's continue. so, but no, no, but it's so, it's just so satisfying in a different kind of way. Um, yeah. Really great movie, man! I'm glad you watched that. It's such a good movie. Yeah, I and like I'm. Sh- it's just one of those. It's never been on any, any like letterbox list or anything. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of like, oh yeah, I feel like I'm supposed to know about this movie. Mm-hmm. And here we are on tuned in. <laughs> here we are talking about Kajillionaire. Yes, um, streaming on HBO Max. Um, mm-hmm. For those at home who might want to hear Evan Rachel Woods' natural, yes, incredibly. Uh, low voice <laughs> yeah very low uh what, you, what have you been watching this week josh so i saw i went to the theater my weekly theater viewing was Shocking. three thousand years of, i know right three thousand years of longing this week it was george miller's latest featuring uh idris elba and tilda swinton uh it's i have a, heard mixed things yeah and i think People don't really know what to make of this movie, and leaving it, I didn't really either. I know that I didn't dislike it. You know, I heard mm-hmm. people really had a visceral like, "This is just like not good." Just bad. And yeah. I don't think George Miller is like capable of making a bad movie, so I don't think it's that. But what I will say is, it's very off the beaten path. 
Like, this is yeah. not like anything you're going to see in a movie theater. Yes, it was a huge budget. Yes, they use a lot of VFX, but it's not a Marvel movie. It doesn't feel like that at all. It's kind of like um, like this uh, like existential... I think I heard somebody describe it as an existential fairy tale, and that's literally what it is. It's hmm. basically Idris Elba plays a genie or a djinn, and um, uh, Tilda Swinton basically purchases this flask from somewhere and there's a gin inside yeah. it and so he goes through his uh his lifetime story telling her about the multiple times that he was captured and why he was captured but that's only like the first half and then the second half is really going into like their story together and in the oh, end it's a really beautiful movie it's really slow like it's only an hour 47 minutes but like it felt like two hours or more mm. which you know, might turn some people away, but I think if you yeah. love movies, that this is definitely a good one to see because it's just you're never gonna you're not gonna see another movie like this in a theater maybe ever. You know, it's one yeah. of those types of movies. It's interesting. I wonder if people are having a harder time with it because uh, Mad Max Fury Road is so not a slow movie. Right. Mad Max Fury Road goes full tilt pretty much from the get go. Literally. So yeah. I wonder if people are like, oh yeah, George Miller, we're gonna go and it's gonna be like. A wild ride the whole time, and then it's yeah. a think piece, and you're like, uh, exactly. I wonder. Hmm, yeah, and I won't say that it's not a wild ride because for me it was like there's a lot of interesting little wrinkles in there, but I think people are just gonna like go, this is too like, what am I supposed to understand from this? I don't yeah. really get the story. It's kind of meandering. So I mean, I, I not unlike Conjillionaire. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Although this is way more in your face about it, but um, <laughs> but no, I, I enjoyed it. I thought there was a lot to love. I thought that the chemistry between both Tilda Swinton and Idris Elba was like next level, which makes sense. It's two like masters at their craft, so it makes sense that they would have something there. But it was a, uh, it was a really charming movie, I would say. Um, nice. So it's worth a sit. You know, it's not the greatest movie I've seen all year, but it's definitely not the worst. So yeah, I also checked out two other movies. One being. On the count of three, which I will give a trigger warning here because mm. it has to deal with suicide. Um, it's Gerard Carmichael's, I believe, directorial debut. And Gerard Carmichael, obviously a comedian. He's really hilarious. He was in Neighbors. He just had his Rothaniel, uh, like special out on HBO. He's really, really mm -hmm. funny. And this movie is really oddly, not paced, but um, like... The tone is weird because it deals with two friends portrayed by Chris Abbott and, and Gerard Carmichael who are both in really down periods of their life and mm -hmm. for diff very different reasons and, and are contemplating taking their lives together, literally. And mm. it's this, another, I guess all the movies I watched were very existential, but it's another yeah. one of those like dealing with what it means to do that and what it means to other people and the types of... Uh, situations and things that happen in your life to bring someone to that state, whether it's in a chemical imbalance or stuff that happens wow. in your life. And it's really deep and it's really dark, but it's also real, like really real. And he does mm -hmm. this thing that I was like, it's so odd because nobody's playing it for laughs. It's not that kind of movie. But mm -hmm. he has like Henry Winkler is in the movie. He's got like J.B. Smoove is in the movie. Tiffany Haddish is in the movie. None yeah. of them are playing a funny role. They're all deeply, deeply, like, in some cases, disturbingly dark roles to mm -hmm. where you're like, oh, he's he's kind of taking what you know and flipping it on its face. Playing against... You against see type. Henry Winkler in this movie, you're like, oh, this is this is messed up. This is, like, messed, oh. deeply messed up what's going on here. And so I, in the whole time, I was just like, this is 
the contrast of what's going on here, it just yeah. blew me away. I couldn't, at the end, I was like, oh my God, like I was in tears. I'm like, this is, um, this is beautiful. And I'm, I wow. hope I see more from this guy. Um, and I just, I thought it was great. And this is a movie that's out on uh, Hulu right now. So if you want to check it out, it's, wow. it's, it's, it's it can be hard to get through for sure yeah but it's important and i think that everything about it was just it worked for me in a lot of different nice. ways nice yeah i haven't even heard of this is this from this year last year i think it was made last year and it just came out this year this is one of the movies that wow. i heard about uh from sundance you know and so it's, oh, yes. it's one of those things um so yeah and then one other really really off-putting movie that i think i told you about is uh all my friends hate me Mm -hmm. oh yeah you mentioned which that. is yeah, yeah, yeah. another sundance movie uh directed by andrew gaynard and it is just the most unsettling off-putting dark comedy like british humor that i've ever seen it's basically this like paranoia comedy about this guy who meets up with his old college buddies but they're treating him weird or so he thinks like you're coming from it from his perspective so you really don't mm -hmm. know what's going on and so people are acting kind of weird but maybe they're not and like people like he thinks everyone's out to get him but maybe they're not and it's just the whole movie is just you're not expecting what's coming next and it yeah. leaves you on the edge of your seat for lack of a better word the whole time it's is not, it like, is it good or is it like i liked it a lot i don't think I think I'll be in the minority. I think people are going to be like, mm -hmm. what the heck is this movie? But I thought it was masterful the way they, it was so off-putting. Like it made me feel so uneasy <laughs> to the point where I'm like, do I like this? But I'm like, no, that's yeah. a, they did it. They did what they wanted to do. They made me feel like yeah. I don't want to be sitting here anymore. Um, and so it's, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty great. Uh, another one that's on Hulu too, if you want to just check it out. So nice. <laughs> all my friends hate me. Uh, really weird. Just watch the trailer. You'll get the tone. It's not horror, yeah. but it almost feels horrific. It's so weird. And I think both of us checked yes. out. Yes. Well, before we get to that one, <laughs> I do want to touch on uh, this other movie that I watched real yeah. quick uh, called Slow West. And I think I sent you the trailer for this right as I was about yes. to start watching this. It's the this, Fassbender? Yeah. It's this movie from... 1919 it's a movie from 2015 and it's an a24 movie which i'm like i feel like i had known all of those beforehand right. um but it's cody smith mcphee who you know now from uh power the dog yeah sorry all i had was wag the dog in my head i'm like that's no. a very different movie <laughs> but yeah cody smith mcphee uh michael fassbender and like a couple other but it's a it's a western it's about a guy from ireland who goes to the American West in like the, I don't know, whenever the peak of the West was. Um, and is just trying to find like the love of his life. And it's one of those. Oh, Ben Mendelsohn's the other one who's in it. Who's mm. really, really good. Yes. Um, it's one of those movies that's just like, I'm always amazed. And I feel like Westerns can do this better than anyone of like these things that are like, it's the smallest story. And like you can just have tiny little vignettes built into it because mm. they're like they're traveling west. That's their whole thing is like they're going west to where this this woman is. Uh, and yeah. like they they meet people along the way. And it's like, you know, he uh, Cody Smith McPhee is who <laughs> whose name in it is Jay. And I've never been more aware of the 
similarities between Cody Smith McPhee and Jay Bershnall. I literally, when you said Jay, it like just hit me in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Like the whole time I was just like, nope, this is not. Anyway. <laughs> oh my um, God. <laughs> to, to go back to what I was saying, it's, it's like amazing. there's these small vignettes where in like Jay, you know, meets a guy at a camp and is like, hey, I want to, um, can I like sleep here tonight? And they have like their whole little thing. Mm. And then like he wakes up and the guy's gone and it's like, that's, that's the conclusion of that part of the story. So it's like these very small vignettes. And I feel like Westerns are really prone to that in a way that I don't see a lot of other movies yeah. being able to do other genres, like same kind of thing with, um, power the dog too, where it's like, yeah, there's like an overarching thing going on here, but it's like, here's like a day on the ranch or here's like, it's, it's very bizarre. Um, but it was good. It was only, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's only the the movie itself, I think, is only like it's less than 90 minutes. I think it's like 85 minutes. Really? OK. So it's quick, but mm -hmm. it's not. But it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very, very simple story. It has a heartbreaking ending. Um, but mm -hmm. yeah, it's like the most random little movie that I, I've never even heard of before, but like directed by John McLean. Um, who you don't know from anything. He like oh. his only other director credit is like a KT Turnstall music video. Oh, so first first. Yeah, it's feature. like a weird. I'm like, I don't know where this guy is getting. A like a deal for a, mo I mean, a movie. I mean, no one knows with about it. So Fassbender and uh, Cody Smith. Yeah, I know, it's crazy. Uh, I think it's interesting but, because with Westerns, like you you have the ability to do something like that because there's only so much that can really be going on. You know, it's yeah. you don't have all of these external forces that can really do much. It's like, yeah, there's the story. They can really only do so much during this time because it's, it's the old yeah. West. So, you, you know, you have a lot of time to build in these moments of character development. And that's what, where these movies really shine, honestly. Um, yeah. And it made me wish that like we were in a world and I know that Westerns had their their time, but like mm -hmm. we were in a world where Westerns are as like large as like the yeah. superhero genre, just because I'd love to see the iterations on Westerns in other genres like we're seeing with movies like Logan or, um, you know, any of the other numbers of examples out yeah. there of like genre bending mm -hmm. but like yeah like let me see like a western that's set in like a modern city or something like that where it's yes. like you know all that kind of, i don't know it was at, like it sent me down a, a thought hole i guess yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um yes <laughs> agree but the other thing that we both watched yes the shining star of the weekend the shining star of this week's tuned in is a movie that came out that's last week uh called samaritan Starring yes. Sylvester Stallone. We did it, guys. It's finally here. We said this last week, but this was one of my, uh, this was my to watch on most anticipated movies of the year. Um, I'm a little embarrassed by that fact. <laughs> hey, they can't all be winners, you know? I suppose. Um, this could have been amazing. The thing is, this could have been I don't know if amazing is the right word, but like this had potential to be something different. Mm -hmm. And from where I it's sit, it very was, much not. It's the same old thing you've seen a yeah. hundred times, um, but yeah. not as good, honestly, like, <laughs> which is yeah. really not what you're looking for. I want to put as like a spoiler thing on here because there is one thing that's like a big twist. Um, should we say spoilers? 
Sure, sure. For Samaritan? Spo- okay. Yeah, because I know what Spoiler you're Spoiler alert for Samaritan. Pause here. Come back in it. This is the last thing we're talking about. So, yeah, you, know, you could probably just bail just out of the bail episode now. here. <laughs> so, you've all been fairly warned. The whole premise of Samaritan is there's two twin brothers, uh, and one of them's good, one of them is evil. Um, and they had a big confrontation a long time ago and they died. Although, clearly, clearly, Samaritan didn't die because he's Sylvester Sloan, et cetera, et cetera. Right. The big twist at the end of Samaritan is. He's not Samaritan. He's nemesis. Oh, nemesis. Okay. Which, which like, like God. Okay. Oh my God. Um, he's like up. the bad guy at the end, which, but like, but like, but like no not. shit, but like, but he also isn't like he is, but like, yeah, but was, like, so <laughs> it's like for nothing. It was for nothing. I don't, like, I don't know about you, but like literally in the opening credits when they said twin brothers, I went, oh, so like Sylvester Stallone's not the one we think he is. Yeah. Yeah. And like the whole time in this movie, I was just sitting here like watch this movie. Wink, wink, wink at the big surprise. It thinks it's holding that everyone can fucking tell. <laughs> yep. I mean, he says it multiple times. He's like, I'm not the hero you think I'm I am. I'm not the kid. good guy. Yeah. And it's like, okay, he literally tells you that he's not the good guy. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, like no bodies were ever recovered. Like they found two masks. Like at one point he goes, uh, he, go- <laughs> he goes, Nemesis died that day. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, like, yeah. So it's literally the exact cliche of, you know, as soon as a dramatic thing happened to me, it's like the Darth Vader of it all. Like, yeah. Oh, yes. I was yeah. just like, this movie is so proud of its big twist that's coming. Mm-hmm. And I just, I was not, I almost had to keep watching to like, <laughs> like, I don't know. What did you think of Samaritan, Josh? The only reason I finished this movie is because I wanted to talk to you about it today. That's literally <laughs> yeah. it. I, I stopped. I'm like, do I really care? Yeah. And then I finished it and it turns out it's not a good movie. But like the one thing I will say to give it credit is there was a weird amount of practical effects that I'm like, oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. That looks actually pretty good. Not that yes. much CG, which I'm like, what? Of all the movies to do this for, the Amazon Prime, straight to Amazon Prime, sliced alone, like half baked yeah. superhero movies, the one you're going to do it for? Um, so I guess that's, you know, that's it, something. <laughs> it, it, sorry, I have to rag on it for one other thing. It committed yeah. the cardinal sin for me of like not obeying its own rules. Mm-hmm. You know, like it creates these like things of this is how it is, and then it's, just ignores that. Like, so the big plot point with the bad guys played by, um, what's his name there? Um, the guy with the Mohawk thing. Yeah. Played by, um, I don't think I know who that is. Uh, Pilu as back. I don't know. He's, I believe he's, uh, Danish. Um, but he was a, he was a major player in game of Thrones. Oh, Um, okay. He played, uh, he played Euron Greyjoy in Game of Thrones and like oh, I gotcha. is arguably way crazier in Game of Thrones. So it's like to give you a um a scale. But anyway. Gotcha. So his whole Uncharted. thing his whole thing is they're using like what appears to be electromagnetic bombs to knock out the power grids. Mm-hmm. So one of the one of the henchmen throws this EMP bomb at Samaritan, who dives behind a uh 
car in order. Mm-hmm. This is all in the trailer. Um, who dives behind a car to uh, block a kid from getting exploded by an EMP grenade. Sure. Uh, EMP grenade goes off and then everyone around them pulls out their phones and starts oh, I, recording video. I completely forgot. Yeah. To which I'm like, EMP bombs knock out electronics. All That's electronics. his whole concept. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, well. But not right here. We have to get it on the news. So there has to be video. <laughs> like, it's like literally one of those, like they were just digging back. Like, like I've complained about this in movies before, but like here, they're like, okay, well, this is a thing that has to happen. How do we get to hear this, this, this? Okay. Well, that doesn't work. Whatever. We'll just, this, this, this. Like I can't, I, that's the cardinal sin for me of yeah. you created this world. You say, mm-hmm. this is what this does. And then you ignore, but uh, yeah. I, yes. And what, who's to say, who said, who, why does that need to be one of the EMP bombs? It doesn't, it could have been a grenade. Give the dude a grenade. Yeah. Like, like. <laughs> and he, I didn't even know he, they had weapons on them. Honestly, it was like one of those yeah. things where the movie was so unconcerned with like how dumb Reality. the plot was. They're just like, yeah. just get it, get it done and, and, and put it out. And, yeah yeah it it's just it's one of those you could pull apart every little thing about this like yeah the magically reappearing watch that just jumps from person to person with no like there's so much yep. different stuff i honestly but, was like we're, we're, why are we talking about this watch like there's so many things where i'm like yeah i was out of it so much that i'm just like who i don't even remember why they were doing the emp thing like yeah i can assume why but yeah it's just it's weird what a weird it and not good <laughs> And the, yeah, oh, I, all right. And I swear, last thing. And the fight choreography, terrible. Oh, God. I'm like, I can't believe Sylvester Stallone was not going, I can do this better. Yeah. Like, I've seen him direct fight choreography, like, yeah, way better than, anyway. Paycheck. He's like, eh. I guess. I don't, <laughs> it had such potential, man. I was I like, know. such a great concept of just an old aging superhero who doesn't want to you know, be part yeah. of it anymore. Yeah. But, but the last, they can't all be winners. Here we are. <laughs> I have to go back to the rest of my top five most anticipated now because I'm like, who knows? Scared. I'm going to be like <laughs> one for one or something or one for five. Well, three of my five aren't coming out this year. So <laughs> <laughs> I think bullet train was one of mine too, which I still haven't seen, but that's way better than Samaritan. <laughs> way better. <laughs> 